I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyball.com, and I am joined. As always, by my co-host, writermaps.com, the always fiery. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I'm not always fiery. People listen, were loving the Isaac Harris spice yesterday. Listen, and, you don't you don't get that of me very often because one, I I, I just I tread very light lightly on and I actually listened to the first part of it back today just to and make I was sure like, oh, you didn't dang man, you. I was I was I was actually kind of mad last night, but <laughs> normally I'm more chill. I was just, I had so much high hopes for that first game, and I just I yeah, it's all it goes back to the classic statement of like <laughs> parents and their kids of like I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> just disappointed. My favorite my favorite comment we got was from uh, Jordan Brodus from Mavs Moneyball. I said, "Yo, I don't want to watch the Mavs get stomped for 82 games, but I'm 10 minutes into Locked On Mavs, and I need more of Fire Isaac on the pod." Nick, how do you make this happen in the future without the Mavs looking like a high school squad? <laughs> that was really funny. Well, shout out to Jordan. Shout out Jordan, to you, man. Uh, you're awesome. Um, really I got I got another one that was the exact opposite of that. Of bro, you had bad energy. It was negative, and um, you're giving up on Dennis Smith Jr. after one game. Everyone, Calm down. Hey, you can't. We can't critique Dennis now without people coming out and saying that you're giving up on him. Hey, I don't. Okay, listen. I, there is no part of me. Uh, did you miss the segment in which we gave positives and said this is probably his worst game of the season, and that it's uh, one game, that it's the, the first game of the season? Like, I, we're not, we're not, we're not done with Dennis after one game. That's not it at all. But we spent an entire year talking about him. We did, and we spent all summer building him up uh, for that moment, and it was just. Uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Today on the podcast, we are going to give some more thoughts about the Phoenix Suns loss. Um, Isaac mentioned on the po- after the podcast yesterday, we never even mentioned the score. I think all of you guys know the score. I'm, I'm pretty pretty positive you guys can check the score, but I thought that was kind of funny that we never even mentioned what the score was. Um, so we'll give a couple more thoughts after we've had a full day, and we both went back and we wa- we actually watched the game again. And so we'll we'll talk about uh, any more thoughts we have on that game, and then. We're going we're gonna to introduce a segment that we'll do every once in a while, uh, and this is a great day to do it. We're going to do some uh, Mavs Nation Facebook page posts. Uh, there's just yes. some, there's some posts on there, and we don't have a good segment name for this. But, uh, it's kind of like Sodom Shame, but more just like these are the crazy things that get posted on Facebook about the Mavericks. So Sodom Shames come from everywhere. This is just going to be a, a periodically uh, periodical check-in on Mavs Nation on yes. Facebook page. And so we'll check in on that, and then we'll preview the game against the Timberwolves. I actually was able to go back, and uh, and I watched the Timberwolves-Spurs game, and so we'll be able to talk about that, things that I noticed and saw on that, and uh, how what we can expect from the Jimmy Butler-Wiggins-Towns trio. Yeah. That, <laughs> who knows what we're going to be able to get from that. So, all right, that's what we're going to do today. First, let's get to um, some Phoenix Suns thoughts, if we have any more thoughts on the game. I went back and I watched... And I'm probably going to do a breakdown video on this. Uh, I watched every single Luka Doncic possession. And there's a couple things that really stuck out to me. Um, one thing, it's kind of a small thing, but one thing that did stick out to me, um, 
not all stats are created equal. Like we can look at this. I can look at a box. Oh, they're all made in God's image. <laughs> Keep on going. <laughs> Speaking of God's image, can I tell you what happened at, at the restaurant to me yesterday? Oh no. I was waiting on this table. They're very nice people. Awesome people. Great people. You know, had nothing, nothing bad to say about them. We got to talking. And the guy looks at me. We hadn't even brought up religion or anything. The guy looks at oh, me and he goes, are you Mormon? Oh, stop. <laughs> and I was like, That's awesome. I was like, no, why would you ask that? I, I wanted to say no, but I've seen the Book of Mormon, <laughs> the, like the musical. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, no, why do, you, why do you say that? He goes, well, you know, they're, they're like wholesome looking and you're like wholesome looking. <laughs> wholesome looking i don't even know how it how would you that. even describe that like i belong in a little house on the prairie or something <laughs> that is very very odd anyway i tweeted this out the other day but i was preparing for a teaching lesson on sunday and i wrote down uh, luke chapter blah blah and i, I realized i wrote down like luke at chapter 10 <laughs> and i was like we've we've went too far in the mavericks world at this point everybody turned to luca chapter 10 um <laughs> That's actually really funny. Anyway, keep on going. Oh man, I can't type. Um, uh, what what's the word? I try to type a word, and I always type DSJ every t- every single time I try to type this word, type a certain word. I just type DSJ. It's like it autocorrects. This crazy thing. Um, <laughs> but not all stats are created equal. There's you know you can look at a box score, you can see oh well you know uh, Dennis had 13 points. You know that's a decent game, whatever. But then you look at the you know field goal attempts, and you then you get to look into. And on NBA.com, you can actually go in, click the field goal attempts, and watch every single one of his field goal attempts and get to you know dissect them individually. Um, turnovers are the exact same way. And Luca had four turnovers last night, <clears throat> last night, which doesn't sound like a lot. Like four turnovers is not a ton, especially for a rookie, especially with a guy that's going to have the ball as much as Luca does. And he had the second most touches on the team, actually. Uh, I think Dennis had 74 touches last night, and Luca had 60 something touches, um, and he was second on the team. So. Um, but if I, I went back and I looked through his turnovers and two of Lucas turnovers were, were passes to Deandre Jordan that either went off his foot, <laughs> went off the, went off Deandre's foot or the alley for Deandre in the fourth quarter where it got, where Tyson Chandler and him kind of knocked it out of bounds and it went. And then one of his turnovers was the carrying call, which whoever calls carrying any, like anyone in the out NBA, of here. <laughs> Such what a, a joke. Such a garbage call for them to call carrying on a uh, – he's barely even crossing it over. He was just kind of gathering the, the ball to you know to try to keep dribbling forward. Uh, and then one of them was an actually really bad turnover. So if you, look, you take a look at just that specific stat, you say, well, he had four turnovers. That means you're know, careless with the ball you know, on four possessions. Well, he really only – it was only one bad turnover where he crossed over and T.J. Warren got that steal when uh, – when Luke yeah, Warren just picked his pocket. Right, exactly, and that was and that was a bad one. But um, not all the numbers tell the whole story. That's kind of one thing that I really wanted to bring up about this whole um, this first game is that there are numbers, and the, even I think the score in this game is another thing that really doesn't necessarily tell the whole story. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> well, I mean they put up a hundred points. The, yeah, the, the Mavericks, Mavericks did. Yeah. I mean, that's i mean i feel like last year we had games that it was in the fourth quarter and we did good to hit 60 and we're like holy crap and you know he had 100 a few nights ago but um the rebounding you know they the suns only out rebounded uh the mavericks by six rebounds and i know it's six rebounds but still 
it felt like every box score last year was 54 to 20 plus. <laughs> yeah, it was like 15 to 20, you know, rebound difference. And Rick would always talk about it. And it just seemed like people just boarded on us for days. And so, it, you know, DeAndre obviously has that effect. And it was just nice to look down at a box score. And even though he lost by 21, that, you know, we we're right there in the rebounding battle. Uh, Luca and DeAndre, the two new starters in the starting lineup, had 20 boards. The rest of the team had 18 combined. Luca's rebounding surprises me. Um, I sent a clip to uh, Nick today. It was not a great clip, but um, just the fact that he had eight boards. Like, if you, we should have put a board bet on this. But and after preseason and this, this is what. Um, if you would have said which one Luca averaged more in rebounds or assists, I would have said assist and then laughed at you in your face, and like. Like hands down, yeah. I would have said assist. And I'm I don't think he's had more assists than rebounds in any preseason game and definitely, you know, not that he had eight eight boards and four assists against Phoenix. And is that a trend? I don't know. Like how much will Harrison impact that and being that rebounded down low and I don't know. It's that surprises me a little bit. And every single time he got a rebound, and I'm doing I'm putting this in this is actually a segment in the video that I'm making. Every single time he got a rebound and started a fast break himself, something positive happened. It was either a lobbed DeAndre, or he dribbled in and got fouled by DeAndre Ayton that one time, or he had a fast break um, on Ayton and he got a layup. Or What he, was DeAndre Ayton doing on that play, by the way? Just wondering. I think, I think honestly, I think he got, I think he froze because he was waiting for Luka to pass it. Yeah. After watching Luka it literally again, got the ball and beat everyone down the floor, and then DeAndre just like, okay. Yeah, Ayton was like, uh, what? Or he had a like a fast break and a dish to Wes, and he had a layup. There was very few times where where uh, where Luca got a rebound where it didn't result in something positive offensively. Hmm. And I think that that's yeah. something that they can capitalize on more. I want to point out he had two floaters that he missed in the paint, mm-hmm. or at least right outside the paint. Those are normally all day for him. And yeah, he's very he just good missed at that. Him. So like, it was just a weird shooting game for him. Now some of the like the floaters I expect to go down. Some of the step backs, yes. like he had some step backs, like it felt like it was a one legged, like right in somebody's face that he hit against Charlotte, and we're like, holy crap, yeah. like that's big time. But those are like lower percentage shots, and that's probably what Rick was talking about in the clip that Nick shared um, when Carlisle was in the in the timeout saying, "Hey, step backs, uh, pretty much stopped in step backs." And but we, we didn't really mention last night that at the beginning of the third quarter, probably at the eleven minute mark, he comes up limping after that play where he drives on DeAndre. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we talk about how, like, maybe it was his conditioning because in the second half he didn't look right. Like he was miss, his, all of his jumpers were short. He was just missing a lot of stuff. His rotation was weird. I'm pretty sure that Rick Carlisle played him from the beginning of the second half into the fourth quarter, and then he set him down, and then he set out until like yeah, towards he the end the whole of the game. Quarter. Yeah, and 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 he started the fourth quarter. I'm pretty sure that yeah he that's subbed weird. out. He subbed out at the eight eight minute and forty four second mark for. Uh, when does Rick Carlisle ever do that? That's wild. Yeah, a couple people on Twitter were mentioning that last night. That was kind of weird, especially in a third quarter. Now, he's probably – remember last year how bad third quarters were? He's probably like, we're not yeah. losing the third quarter this year. We're putting our, our best playmaker in, in the game. We'll lose the game, but not the third. Um, but, yeah, when he, comes up, when he comes up limping at the beginning of the third quarter and then all of a sudden he's not the same for the rest of the game, we didn't really take that into consideration as much. And maybe that's because – we didn't hear any reports about it or anything uh, afterwards, but um, but yeah, I think I think uh, just, that and conditioning help did not help his uh, his second half. 
Yeah, uh, he also uh, changed shoes. Yeah, for oh, yeah. Any, any of y'all that care about that. But he had his custom Kyrie's on. So Nike did these uh, custom, and it was just opening night. And you can go buy them yourself. It's actually really cool. They paired up with all these players, and they did their custom version of these shoes, and they all wore them on opening night. And so Luca made his and got some you know attention online and stuff because it was the uh, blue and it had green, uh, which is cool because you know it's the old school retro jersey stuff. Everybody gets excited when there's maps anything with green in it. Yes, yes. Hey, I'm, you I'm with know. you. I'm with you, Nick. You never know. Green might come back. I'm excited if a green if green you, comes back. I also want to mention this. And you never know, Nick. Isaac, you never Isaac know. Was was <laughs> Isaac was joking before the podcast? He's like, we don't have, we're not going to say that much. Now we're like halfway through the podcast and we're still talking about one game. Um, I my emotions changed after the Mavericks lost last night. Like if I feel like when they lost, I felt worse today. Like walking around today. And I think if, if that doesn't make me a fan of the Mavericks, I don't know what does. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think, Dang, I, I, wish would... I think that counts for me being a fan. Uh, hey, that's good. <laughs> Welcome, Nick. Yeah, Welcome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. I felt really bad today because the Mavericks lost. <laughs> but no, he wore Kyrie's to begin the game, and then he switched into uh, some uh, Paul George shoes mm. in the uh, second half that were all white. With the People black. really like those, Ky- those Paul George shoes. Yeah, I like them. They're nice. They're clean. What but, is what is with Kyrie and Paul George? They're like not the best players in the NBA, but everybody wears their shoes. It's that price point, man. For players, it's though. A, well, yeah, never mind. But like, like uh, a lot of players wear Paul George Kyrie's. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when I used to work with Nike, the Paul George shoe, and people come in for Kyrie's all the time, but mainly because of price point, because they were both the cheapest ones compared to Kobe's and LeBron's yeah. and even KD's, but. I did hear they were really, really comfy. I don't have a pair of either one of them, but hmm. we'll have to test them short. someday. We'll test them out. <laughs> um, all right, you got any more, anything else you want to say about this game? No, I'm done with it. You're, I'm very done with it, except for this video <laughs> I'm going to do. Um, all right, moving on. And uh, when we come back, Mavs Nation Facebook page. We're gonna we're gonna reveal some of the crazy things that that Mavs fans say on the Mavs Nation Facebook page. All right, Isaac, hit me with the first post. Hit me with the best. All right, so if we check in on the Mavs uh, <laughs> Facebook, Mavs Nation Facebook page, uh, we got to get some reactions to game one, okay? Okay. So as we start to scroll, uh, first one I see, hey, trade West for for Fultz. What? <laughs> yeah, first first okay, one wait, I see, all right? Wait, wait, we got to unpack this. Trade West for Fultz. <laughs> there is no... Uh, it is a link to Keith Pompey. Shout out to uh, yeah, the yeah, locked on, locked on seventy sixers host, locked on sixers host, uh, to where he quote tweets um, uh, the head coach and says, "Hey, Brown won't commit to keeping Fultz in the starting lineup for a particular time. He said he will pull out of it if need be. So therefore, this guy uh, uses that quote from <laughs> from the Sixers and says, "Trade West for Fultz." Uh, I don't really see how that works like how that yeah is connected at all but yeah I but would you Philly do that wouldn't. absolutely <laughs> yes i, I would, would absolutely do that next one hey let's keep on moving maybe it's time to blame the coach Wait. right <laughs> can we go back to the west thing real quick yes somebody on twitter and i'm going to try to find it as i as i talk about this but somebody on twitter said 
Uh, oh, here, right here from uh, Lewis F.A.R. Uh, should the MFLs give West the same patronizing cheer Philly fans give Fultz every time he scores? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be brutal. <laughs> every time he, like, hits a layup. Or if he makes a stop, like, defensively. But, like, how – it can't be patronizing unless everyone is on the same page. Yeah. I don't even think we could, like, round up enough people to make it patronizing. Because the patronizing, yeah. it just ha- it, the reason why it sounds patronizing when people cheer on Fultz, like when he hits a three, like he hit a three last night too, um, is because it's it's way too loud. It's not like in a big moment of the game. It's just a normal moment in the game, and he hits a three, and all of a sudden it's this loud, obnoxious, like standing ovation cheer almost. Um, oh, Remember when Cuban told him to shoot, and everybody got mad at Cuban oh, for saying yeah, that, and yeah. now their own fans are saying it? Anyway, come on. <laughs> That's true. Uh, shout out to all the people that that called me out when I forgot that LeBron had scored fifty in the game, <laughs> fifty in the, the finals. finals. <laughs> a regular season game. When's the last time LeBron scored fifty in a regular season game? That's what was going through my mind. But Good. I, I Call understand. Him out on Laker that, stuff. I understand that people called me out because it was needed. Hey, let's keep on going. Maybe it's time to blame the coach, right? The <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> The Warriors did not become a better team until they changed the head coach. Yikes. Dot, 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 dot. A new coach may be needed to guide this team. We're the Warriors now, according to Mavs Nation. We're we're a head coach away from being the Warriors, according to Mavs Nation. (laughs) LeBron Um, scored 57 in November last year against the Wizards. I don't care about LeBron. Nate. Anyway, I just get LeBron. I was trying to think about that. Uh, no, Rick Carlisle is here to stay. As much as maybe someone on this podcast would want him to not be there, he is. He is still the head coach, and he's a very good head coach. <laughs> and he still gets mentioned with all these. You know, what do you think about Coach of the Year? And who what, you think about the what, name your top five coaches? And even uh, who was it? Um, Woj and Low today. We're talking about their best coaches, and they're like, Rick Carlisle uh, has to factor in there somewhere. He's just a wizard and blah, blah, blah. What did you think about Zach Lowe saying that he had a team contact him last year and said that they would give up their first-round pick for Eric Spolstra? For Eric Spolstra. <laughs> that was wild, um, which it's great. Sometimes I wonder about coaches. There's no – like, we didn't do a coach ranking. <laughs> Some people texted us about, or tweeted us about a coach ranking when we did our starting rankings. But this is so subjective, and I don't really know how much a coach has to do with a team. You can just kind of tell when things are going right uh, and when they're they're doing things. You'd have to, like, really – you have to really be watching a team to know if their coach is good. Anyway, there's more I had to say on that, but Isaac apparently found a new, new post he wants to – Well, one I found that said, worst bench in the league – and I just kind of laughed about that. This one. Should the Mavs start looking for a new head coach this season or next season? With the emoji that's like thinking. Okay. The first comment I see. <laughs> Jason Kidd, maybe? <laughs> Woo! Mavs Nation! I never, I never say this, but I wish y'all could see my face. <laughs> Jason Kidd. Oh man, that's the first one. <laughs> Jason Kidd, maybe. Remember when everybody wanted him to be an assistant coach when he got fired? And yes, I'm like, do y'all just please just do some research? It's in. It's on the record about uh, when the uh, kid was here and some things that uh, went on. <laughs> I wonder if Jason Kidd, instead of like a diet coke, he would spill like a sweet tea if he was in Texas again as a coach. <laughs> Spill something different. 
Southern drink. Uh, here's one. It's a uh, trade machine on Mavs Nation. Okay. It says, thoughts? Goran Dragic, four. Wes Matthews and Finney Smith. A lot of people really want to send Goran Dragic here. Is it? Okay, somebody made fun of us on Twitter for not being able to pronounce Dragic's name. Is it Dragic? Oh, it's it's our girl Emma. Yes, she's, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's an awesome Twitter follow, by the way. Um, yeah, she's put us on blast because I'm pretty sure Emma's Sloven- Slovenian, and like she's your go-to for Luca stuff, or at least I I enjoy following her because she yeah, yeah. knows her stuff about Luca and stuff. And uh, yeah, she made fun of us one time. Like I know, I know. I'm sorry, Emma. Dragic. What do is it? It's not Dragic, right? It's Dragic. Dragic. Dragic, like so, Jokic. Anyway, people want to send Dragic here to to Dallas because he used to play with with Luca, which I understand. But you're not doing it for Wes and, and Finney Smith. You'd have to send Dennis. Yeah, yeah. The only way I'd want uh, Dragic is if, yeah, if they shipped Dennis somewhere else. Uh, last one. Yeah, he's he's gonna be 33 in May. Really? Yeah, I did not think he was that old. Dang. Um, last one real quick. Somebody posted, uh, a like meme from Twitter and it is the upgrade meme. It's a oh, picture yeah. of Luca with the upgrade to Chetty Osman. <laughs> Chetty, Chetty had a great game the other day though. <laughs> Chetty had a- anyway, guys, that's your live check in. And Chetty, Mavs, 70 Mavs points, Nation 10 Facebook. boards, four assists, two steals. Five of ten shooting, two of two from from three against the Raptors. Get big. That's against Kawhi and Danny Green and OG Ananobi, your boy. OG, he's killing. So periodically, we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, check in on Mavs Nation to get some uh, some good reactions to some good fan reactions to take the pulse of the fan base. Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's what we can call it. Something about taking the pulse of the taking the pulse. That's where true fans lie. It's Mavs Nation Facebook. That's page. where that's where some fans lie. All right, when we come back, <laughs> we're going to preview the uh, Mavericks versus Minnesota Timberwolves game because it is going to be very interesting. All right, Isaac. Uh, I watched the Timberwolves versus the Spurs. I have a couple observations, mostly be, uh, mostly of the Spurs announcers. Um, every Whoa. time, <laughs> every time that Marco Bellinelli hits the three. The Spurs announcer says Mamma Mia. <laughs> and every time Patty Mills hits three, he says good day, mate. <laughs> every time. What would he do for the Mavericks? <laughs> I know. Um and in San Antonio, between the play by play announcer, between the uh color analyst, the sideline reporter, the in game like kind of like Ali D. She's not like the sideline reporter, but you know how Ali D is kind of like the in arena reporter announcer kind of person. Sure. Or like Chris Arnold. They have oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like that kind of guy. They have a guy like that that they use a lot. And uh, between all those people and the PA announcer, they talked about those HEB commercials so much during this whole game they must have debuted four new heb commercials during that first game and they talked about them so much can you imagine if if the mavericks did uh whataburger ones like that yes that'd be awesome it'd be over everybody would talk about it but that's annoying that they talked about 
coming they're they, like they teased them they teased the commercials oh. like you're not gonna want to get away new heb commercials when we come back it's like oh my kids kids go no don't go to the bathroom now come on come on don't leave the tv like the new I, commercials coming on also the heb commercials are so weird without one of tony parker tim duncan or manager Ginobili. it's just <laughs> it's just odd to not see them because it's like Kawhi or no no it's not cool why did i just say that it's like oh, lamarcus pal gasol Patty Mills, and you're like Demar Derozan. You're like, what is this team that I'm watching? <laughs> like, who are these guys? It's not the Spurs. Anyway, uh, the Timberwolves. Jimmy Butler played with them, and it was like business as usual. Like they were just playing. They played their game. So Towns fouled out after 22 minutes. He really didn't get in the <laughs> game. He he honestly was the weirdest one with with Butler. There was not really much Towns Butler interaction. But Wiggins, Wiggins is like. I kind of got respect for him after this game because he just like went about his business. He had some two-man game stuff with Jimmy Butler. They played off of each other. He played like 37 minutes. He was 8 of 18 from the floor, scored 20 points. He just took his shots. He did his thing, and he did not care at all that Jimmy Butler, all the Jimmy Butler stuff. He just <laughs> was doing his stuff, whereas Towns, you could tell, was kind of timid about it. He's more sensitive. Yeah. Um, Who guarded DeRozan? Who guarded Jimmy, Jimmy Butler did, yeah, yeah. Okay. They switched a lot, though. They, they did this a lot is, of different things. This is my question that I'm going to ask every single time when we go into a uh, preview a game or talk about a game, is who's going to guard Luka and who's going to guard Dennis? And mm. I think Jeff They're Teague will take Dennis. probably going to have Taj Gibson guard Luka. Oh, no. Because he's there four. No, they'll have Jimmy or Wiggins. Come on. You can put Taj on West. Oh, or uh, Dorian. <laughs> It'll be He'll be on Dorian, probably. Well, of course. If Ryan Anderson... Guard Dorian. Wow. Taj Gibson can. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I, Derek Rose is their sixth man. He comes off the he comes off the court and uh, for Butler because Butler didn't do any training camp or anything, so his conditioning is not super great. So like by the end of the game, his he was uh, kind of sucking wind. And so I saw something today where Pat Riley. I could be wrong on this, but if Pat Riley <laughs> addressed the team and the Heat team and told them that they like pulled the plug on like going after Jimmy for now. And to like reassure his team that hey you're good for now, but they and, but he did admit that they like they could re reengage later or something. Yeah, but, it just seems like all the Jimmy Butler stuff stalled when he first when he played that game. You know, I'm so tired of it. I feel you like know, I just uh, want it to either uh, happen or not happen. But I guess if it doesn't happen, then we'll still always think that it will happen. <laughs> I'm ready for like some just random trade to where it's like Indiana trades for Jimmy Butler, or something like that. Yeah. Um. Derrick Rose is their sixth man. They they bring him in for Jimmy Butler and they play him with Teague and Wiggins and it is one of the weirdest looking like Did Tyus Jones play? Tyus Jones did play. He played a decent amount. Um but they have time. to play like they have these three point guards and Teague, Rose, and Jones. And you really shouldn't play any of them together, but Tibbs does. He plays Teague and Rose together. He played Tyus Jones and Rose together. Who would you rather have? Uh Derrick Rose or Devin Harris? Uh, are they the same on the Ma- are they the on same the player now? Are they the same player now? Um, Derrick Rose still has some speed. As like I'm Devin thinking, I'm thinking purely as a player because because with Devin Harris, I I value his coach his coach mentality and like I like Devin's defense since he's been here for so long. But yeah, um, Derrick Rose Derrick Rose has got some. He's still got. I feel some like they've moves, both though. been they're they were both point guards and now they've transitioned to this like. Backup two point also yeah like that is kind of what they're both. doing yeah anyway 
Uh, but Jimmy, but uh, Derrick Rose didn't look completely washed to me. <laughs> he's uh, uh yeah, he's not washed. Um, the Timberwolves match- only played uh, nine players. They played Derrick Rose, played Tyus Jones, Gorky Dang, and Anthony Tolliver. Those are the only players that they played with their starters. Anthony Tolliver, such a good guy. I like him. Um, poor young guys. Huh. No Josh Okoji or Kate no Okoji, or- no Jop, no Luol Dang. Uh-huh. Oh, Lou all day. <laughs> Poor Justin Patton, man. I still feel bad for him. He's hurt yeah, I liked again. Him. Big dude, uh, Creighton. Gosh. Um, so matchup wise, uh, DeAndre will take on will take Towns. Yes. Taj will take Dodo. Probably if that's who plays. Do we the, have an update on on Barnes? I haven't heard anything. So uh, I'm pretty sure the latest update is you're listening to this on Friday. They have practice on Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. They have media, media availability. I think tomorrow around uh, noon, something like that. I think the plan is for Harrison Barnes to try to go through practice. And, and if he I think it. based off what Rick Carlisle says tomorrow after practice, we should have an idea. Um, if he's definitely not going to play, they'll just shoot it down. But, yeah, if he goes through practice, whatever, you'll probably get some kind of beat around the bush thing from Rick of, oh, yeah, he did well in practice today, but he's going to try, you know, we'll see about how he feels tomorrow morning and go from there. But <laughs> Oh, we'll see. Then he won't play. He'll be questionable, and then he won't play. Yeah, now if he plays, then it gets, you know, it gets fun because, you know, yes. I, I don't think who's going to – I think they'd put Taj on West probably and – do Wiggins and Taj just he wouldn't be able to guard Luca and they wouldn't do that. Or Barnes. Yeah. He would have a better yeah. chance at guarding Barnes, maybe. Yeah, especially in his first game back and all that. But Wiggins against Wes. Have fun with that. Yeah, Wiggins and Wes. Uh Jimmy Butler and Luca probably. Yeah. And then Dennis and Teague. That's the that's the matchup to look forward to. He should be able to take Jeff Teague off the dribble a lot. Isaiah Cannon started. The other night, so yeah, but I'm he not, wasn't guarded I'm, by Isaiah Cannon that much. I'm not. I'm gonna try not. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna try not to have any expectations. That's there, true. You, that's a good point. Uh, speaking of Jeff Jeff Teague, uh, 27 points. Who big time? Eight of 12 from the field. Hit a couple threes. He looks good. I think he's good. Isaac doesn't like him, but I think he's no, good. No, I'm not a fan of him. He's better than Darren Collison, but I wish. I still wish they would trade Jimmy to. I wish they, them in Toronto would work out this thing to where they'd send Lowry to Minnesota and send Jimmy up there to Toronto and let Van Vliet and Jimmy and Kawhi and OG just wreck. But um, the sp- yeah. the Spurs started DeRozan and Bryn Forbes, and Bryn Forbes, as everyone pretty much everyone knows, is an off ball guard. So DeRozan did a lot of the point guard stuff, and he had a bunch of assists. He had, they four, won. He, he had four assists, but... He had, what, 27 points, 26, 28? Yeah, 28 points. They're a playoff team. I'll still stay mad at that. Um, and another one of my observations from last night, <laughs> the game, uh, Jakob Pertl started the game at center, played five minutes, then got taken out after a couple fouls for Pau Gasol. He does <laughs> not play again. Until the beginning of the third quarter, where he plays four more minutes, and then he gets subbed out, and we never see him again. So weird. It's the weirdest thing. Anyway, that's <laughs> kind of off the thing. But so we're looking looking forward to Minnesota, uh, Teague versus Dennis, Jimmy Butler versus Luca, probably. Yeah, I mean that's the matchup right there. Jimmy, Garden Luca, 
you know, Ariza guarded Luca the other night. Well, Luca's shot be going down at home. First home game, yeah. regular season home game. Let me just say, I blasted MFFLs for not being there for that first Beijing yeah. Ducks preseason game. This is, again, this is a Saturday night game. There's no excuse. And this this is, place should be sold out. This it is, should be packed. This is must-see. Every Timberwolves game, I think, is must-see because this is just the weirdest, weirdest thing. Like, this, yes. is the, this is the DeAndre to the Mavericks story. If he had joined the Mavericks and was like, after he played with them a little bit, then he was like, talk. Or no, no. If Let's say he agreed to sign with the Mavericks. Then he like did his whole go back and sign with the Clippers, but he didn't actually sign. He just like agreed to that with them too. And then he went back and signed like signed with the Mavericks. You know what I mean? Like it's just that a, kind of a drama disaster. on a different level. <laughs> really? We've just never seen it before. No, we really Everyone's haven't. so open about like, it's just weird. But one thing I am looking for or just watching for is DeAndre Jordan had a little bit of a problem stepping out on DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. And Towns can shoot threes. He's better. And that is like part of his game. So how much can Towns pull away DeAndre Jordan from the basket and just all of that? And Towns is so fast, too. He's so quick, yeah. especially when he dribbles and get into the basket. He's just so quick, his steps. Um, he's just a different kind of – he's a different kind of athlete at his size. And so DeAndre Jordan guarding Carl Anthony Towns is going to be interesting. Uh what a great start for DeAndre. He gets to he gets to guard Aiton and then he gets to guard Towns. <laughs> like these two dynamic bigs that do all these different things. Good luck, man. Good luck. Big game too. I mean, this would be a um is this a know, must win, you... Isaac? Is this game <laughs> no. a must win? Can't start 0 and 2, Isaac. <laughs> now, if we get into next week, uh, because I mean, even if they do lose on Saturday, and Jimmy Butler puts up like thirty and like all this different stuff, because on on the flip side, we didn't even talk about the other. Like Wes will guard Jimmy probably, and oh, they'll probably yeah, the flip put, side is sadder. They'll <laughs> they'll put Luca on Gibson, and uh, they'll put yeah. you know they'll put whoever's left uh, Dorian, Dorian on, on, Wiggins. on Wiggins. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. That even if they do lose Saturday, they turn around and next week's games. Ooh, they gotta win those. Chicago and Atlanta. I mean, Sh- those are Chicago. The other night started Wendell Carter over Robin Lopez. They started campaign, and they started campaign because uh, <laughs> because yeah. Chris Dunn was out with a family something. I don't care who's out. You never start campaign. Their other option. Ryan, Starting. Ryan, Archie, Archie Diakono, and then Tyler Eulis, who they just picked up like a couple of days ago. Start Tyler Eulis. <laughs> um, yeah. So those games, we'll, we'll preview those games going forward. But uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll fine tune our preview format because we just kind of were randomly talking. But we'll yeah, I mean, tomorrow's Friday. You still got another day until the game. Yeah. Uh, I will say, if you're in Dallas, man, show up. Like. Go to this thing. This is going to be a, a big night, big first night. I'm going to Welcome open Luca. vivid seats right now and see how many. Like, Luca, Luca needs to see exactly what American Airlines Center can be. Like, it needs to be a playoff-type atmosphere in there. And it's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be a, a cool game. It was cool seeing Dirk there the other night in his suit and stuff and cheering him on in Phoenix. And Did you see the people that were calling Dirk a $5 million mascot? Yeah, I like that. 
Do you like that? I did not like that. I thought that was. I mean, I think it's just funny. I think it's funny because he's there. Like, there's probably a lot of people. Like, I mean, he doesn't have to be there, so <laughs> he could very well just stay at home and said, "Hey, um, I will be in. I'm be in Dallas. Have fun in the desert." But anyway, check out the game, Minnesota. We'll be back. What Monday? Probably. I don't know. We might do something after the game. On Saturday against the uh, Maybe. We might do something. We'll maybe. see. Depends. 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 Timberwolves at Mavericks. I'm looking at $13 seats right now in the upper deck. 13 bucks. you can go to a game. Or you can go all the way to the lower level. A couple hundred dollars. Oh, no, no. Go to the... Go to... This is where you should go sit. Go sit in the, the, the baselines. Go sit in section like 124 and 101. And they're like a third of the price of those middle seats. And they're just as good. You have them on vivid seats right now for like 50 to 46 bucks. Oh yeah. And you get the, all over that and use the promo so code can, locked on. So you can say that you're in the house for Luka Doncic's first home. Totally game worth it. Totally worth it. You're going to look back 20 years from now. How many people right now can say I was in the house for Dirk Nowitzki's first game as a Maverick. Making me feel bad, Isaac. Anyway, <laughs> All right. That's all I have, Nick. All right, there you go. That's all we got, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. And also, we had an awesome week today of downloads. We had so many people listen to this podcast. We believe that Doris Burke listened to this podcast. We're gonna we're gonna continue to to work with the, under the, under the assumption that Doris Burke listened to at least one of our bad podcasts. So, guys, thanks so much. Thanks for the Raccoon Squad. You guys really showed up, and uh, we're gonna keep trying to bring new and different things. We just really appreciate all of you guys listening and all the tweets. And I actually do appreciate when you guys tell us that we say things wrong on the podcast like fact check and stuff because it keeps us honest and uh i yes. appreciate we can always get better no matter who you are you can always get better yeah i don't think you can get any better isaac i think you're exactly perfect the way no. you are <laughs> you're so sweet guys thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps <laughs> peace out <laughs> boom